with us that I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And the church says, you may be seated. Again, we always have new listeners, so you hear the word Catholic. The word Catholic simply means we are a universal body of believers. Amen. So this afternoon, we want to continue our lesson on the results of justification. Now, when we talk about the results of justification, we are talking about something that you and I earned. Not, I mean, something, yeah, not that we earned it, but something that we earned, if I can say it, through Christ. It's not something we did on our own to get. It's something that has bestowed to us as a gift. And so when we talk about justification or righteousness, we're not talking about self-righteous. We're not speaking of what you do based on performance. We are speaking on what Christ did, and we are partaking of what he did, and we are acting it out in this body that we live in. So the life that we now live, we live in by the faith of the Son of God who loves us and gave himself for us. Amen. So let's look at one other foundation scripture. Uh, put, okay, I don't know which one. Uh, Sister Sharon, put that up. Uh, Galatians two twenty. <clears throat> Galatians two twenty. Okay, Casey, back there. So we give you I'll give you a chance. Galatians chapter two. Notice this. I am crucified with Christ. Notice this. The word crucified means put to death. That means you have a whole, the life that we live in this physical body, we're living it out of the new life or the new identity that made us righteous. Can you see that? Now watch this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. See, yet not I, but who is it? It's Christ that what? Live it where? In me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, in this body, that you can see, I live by the faith of the Son of God who what loved me and gave himself for me. That's why we live for him because he paid a price for sin that you and I would never be able to pay. Amen. And God gave us this free gift to say, to whomsoever will choose him, he will not cast you out. So this is one of our foundation scripture. So tonight, I want you to look here. I want to try to finish this up. Uh, praise the Lord. Let's see. 
And Lord, the Holy Ghost talking to me. Uh, thank you, Lord. Okay. Let's go back to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, uh, Casey. Ephesians 1. And let's look at this as we speak about God's righteousness. Now notice this in, the, in Ephesians chapter 1 and look at verse 16. Ephesians 1 and verse 16. Paul said, I cease not to make, to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer. Now this is a prayer that we're getting ready to talk about that as a believer, you can include your whole family in this prayer as the righteous of God, and you can believe God for the change rather than you trying to make the change. You know, sometimes we tell people, say, you know, when I was growing up, you know, people are going to tell you about the Lord. Well, I don't want to hear all that. I ain't ready for all that. <laughs> Anybody ever been like that? You know, I'm from South Baton Rouge, so we, we're kind of different. <laughs> And, and notice this. It says, we cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer. Next verse. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may do what? Give unto you the spirit of wisdom. In other words, God going to give us wisdom. That wisdom teaches us how to pray. That wisdom teaches us how to stand in the gap for someone. That wisdom teaches us how to fulfill God's plan for your life. Are you following me? Because you can't do this in yourself. You cannot live this Christian life in you. You, you and I will be an utter failure. Okay? But it's Christ in you. So we are the temple that's carrying the spirit of Christ and what we're doing. We're allowing his life to bring forth a performance of those things that was told to us by the Holy Spirit. Okay? Watch this. So the first thing we have to, he said he prayed that you may have what? The spirit of wisdom. So what is wisdom? Wisdom is God's comprehensive insight into his ways and his purpose. So in other words, I'm, if I need wisdom on how to walk in health or walk in healing, then guess what? I go to his word. I see what does the word says about healing. Then I partake of that and begin to say what Jesus said about healing. Let me give an example. Now, go to 1 Peter 2. We'll come back to this. 1 Peter 2 and look at verse 24. Himself who bore our sin, well, let me let y'all get there, who his own self, see that? Who bore our sin in his own body on the tree. Let me say this to you. If it hadn't been for sin, there would be no sickness. All sickness, all disease, all sorrow, all oppression, all fear, it all, Alzheimer's, dementia, all the works of darkness, it originate from sin. One sin, the Adam, the sin that Adam committed. Adam committed what we call high treason. And because of what he did, it put all of humanity under the burden of receiving sin. I mean, sickness, disease, poverty. I mean, you name it. 
It is because of one man transgression. But now, because of one man obedient to the faith, which is Jesus Christ, we've been redeemed from everything that the first Adam sold us under. So I no longer have to live with sickness. Hmm? I don't have to be sick. I don't have to be broke. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? I don't, I, I, you know. <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? Why? Because, not because of me, but because of what Christ did for me. So what am I doing? I'm partaking what he gave to him. That's what the righteousness of God is all about. You are partaking of a gift that made you rich. Rich. That made you whole. Hmm? That made you delivered. That made you free. You're partaking of his gift he gave to you and I. So if he gave us this gift of right standing with God, then how can sickness stay in my body? First of all, now that I recognize that I can keep sickness away from me, then notice this. I want to keep sickness off. The flu don't have a chance with me. COVID don't have a chance for me, with me. Allergies don't have a chance with me. Diabetes, high blood pressure. What's some of the other stuff that's out there? Not because of me. What I'm trying to show you, when you exercise this right standing, notice this. The gift of righteousness is your trump card into all of God's blessing. When you begin to understand who you are and what you have in him, then the enemy is utterly upset because now, even though my mortal body is still mortal, but because I have the spirit of Christ in me, it has put a perimeter around me that says no evil shall befall me, nor any plague shall come nigh my dwelling. Now, either I believe that, accept it, and believe it, or God is a liar. Right? So we know God is not a liar, right? But if we exercise the principle, you will walk, you will be, you and I are recipients of God's goodness. Amen? Can you see that? So notice this. He said, who his own self bore our sin in his own body on the tree that we... That's you and I being dead to sin. Why? Because Jesus totally took the sin nature that made all of us a sinner. He took the sin nature and severed it out. And he put, when we confessed him with our mouth, sir, and believed in our heart, he put his nature, oh, shakalisi, he put his life inside of us, and that's why sickness, we're immune from it. We're immune from poverty. We're immune from whatever because we got his life. Can you see God suffer with sickness? If you had a son or daughter, would you put that on your son? Well, why would we think God put that on us? Some people say, well, God put that on us to teach us something. Well, God gave us that to humble us. No, that's a tyrant. 
I wouldn't serve a God like that. Look how quiet y'all are. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm just telling you. I'm showing you the scripture. See what you said? He said, we being dead to sin should live where? Unto what? Righteousness. So if you don't partake that right standing with God, it says, by whose stripes I were healed. If I were, then I am. But faith comes by hearing. If you don't put it on your lips, you will never have what I'm saying. Well, I'm not going to say that. Knock on wood. I don't want that to come on me. I don't know what Rev talking about. No, I don't want none of that. <laughs> Is that right? I've been there. All right, watch this. Casey, put this up for a moment. Psalm 103. And look, put up verses uh, 1 through 5. Uh, let's start at verse 1. Psalm 103. What are we talking about? The results of justification. Notice this. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and what do you see there? Finish it out for me. Uh, say, read it. And what? And forget what? Not his what? His benefits. You now is testifying we got benefits. I mean, just think about it. You work for a company. Huh? You go get a checkup or whatever, it, it don't cost you anything. Why? It's part of what? The benefit, part of the package. Is that right? Well, this is part of your benefit. This is part of your package. Watch this. Here's the benefit. Number one, <clears throat> who forgiveth all my iniquities. So that means, notice this, you and I are not being mistreated or, or God punishing us or God trying to get even with us or whatever because of sin. Why? Because he's already dealt with it. Sin is not your problem. Jesus came, God became a man and he dealt with sin in the flesh so that you and I, when he was raised from the dead, he was raised for our justification. So you know the word justification? It is just as it never happened. I mean, how would you love to know? I mean, just think about it for a moment. We use the term uh, expunge. Is that right? So what does that simply mean? Huh? A wipe your record clean. Now, that's what Jesus did for each one of us when he hung on that cross. He wiped the record Cling. When he came to Bobby's name, I don't care how bad Bobby was. <laughs> what? Huh? The devil say, hey, I know Bobby. That was a hell raiser. He fooling y'all. <laughs> Jesus standing right there. God the Father standing right there. You don't see that. I mean, if I went and got drunk tonight, drunker than Cooter Brown, I can go buy me a fifth of vodka. I'm old enough, huh? I can go sit in my house and get sloppy drunk. Don't you know I'll still be righteous and God still look up and smile up on me? See, y'all got a problem with that, see? Now, I'm not telling y'all to go do that. Now, don't go do that. <laughs> don't go do that. 
what I'm just trying to show you, it's not based on my merits that I'm righteous with God. It's based on what Jesus did for me. Now, as I grow in the word, as I come and sit under the word, well, guess what? I don't want vodka no more. You know what I'm saying? I might, you know, I might start drinking a little rum. But then as I grow, I may not want rum no more. See, what's happening? That, that love is increasing inside of me, and it's just like all of a sudden, now I know, I don't, you know I'm good. I don't, I don't want that. I don't need that. We're not here to be police and tell you what you can and what you can't do. No, no. God is big enough to take care of each of us, right? So notice the benefit here. He has forgiven us of all our iniquity. Number two, he healed all thy diseases. So just think about whatever disease that's up on the earth, whatever disease the enemy wants to attack your body with, Jesus has already paid the price. You got to be, you got to be at fighting mad and say, I am no longer going to live with this. My immune system is not compromised. I thank God that he gave me my immune system and I, by, by the, his stripes in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. You got to settle that. See, fear is the opposite of faith. God is not giving you an out of spirit of fear. See, fear wants to hold you, wants to hold you as a hostage in your mind so that you can't go free. And that's why the Bible said, as a person, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That means if you keep listening to the wrong stuff. Now, I, you know, I'm, I don't like a lot of TV. I like old TV, you know. You know, I like me TV. I like Andy Griffin. Amen. Bonify. Is that right? Amen. I like Granny, you know. Oh, <laughs> y'all, oh, y'all understand what? But the commercials on the channel will kill you. You got to talk to the commercials. So when them commercials come out, I say, my, my mom, I say, no, the devil's a lie. That's not us. They think everybody after 60 years old. You know, we old Fovis. No. We can, we're living in the prime of our life. We're living in the best days of our life. Is that right? Yes, Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but notice that he said, who forgive it all dying iniquities and heal it all dying disease. That's telling me I already have that. Right? Number three, watch this. Who redeemed thy life from destruction. That means he redeemed your life from an early grave. You don't have to be fearful. Well, I'm not going to live out my life to, to see my full. No, yes, you will. Fear will cause you to leave, to, 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 to die early because of what reports you're listening to. Just because your body is assaulted, just because you may be under attack, that doesn't mean it's the end. It's just simply saying, okay, Lord, what does your word say about this? And then what do you do? I begin to stand on the word. I begin to confess the word of God. What is it doing? The word is changing the condition of my body. It's changing my heart valve. It's changing my pancreas. It's changing my prostate. It's changing my, my, <clears throat> my appendix. It's changing my immune system. Why? Because he said he redeemed thy life from destruction. You know what redeem means? Purchase back. The, notice, what the, notice what the ransom was. 
It wasn't money. It wasn't fame. It was his body. For you and I. So when Jesus got up, that means you and I should never live below the standards of being or living in fear or living inferior to nothing or anyone. The blood of Jesus has made you free. Say it out with me. The blood of Jesus has made me free. Therefore, I declare my freedom from all sickness, from all disease, from all fear. Amen. Boy, don't that sound good? Yeah, see, your body listening to you. Your mind is listening to you. The devil is listening to you. He just left out. Glory. All right. <clears throat> Next verse, uh, Casey. Who satisfied thy mouth with what? With well, good things to do what? He satisfied your mouth with what? Good things so that you what? So that what? Your youth is what? Renewed like the eagle. See, that's what my youth is. We might be getting older in age, but boy, I'm telling you what, my youth is getting renewed. Yes. Amen. Amen. My wife told me, she said, baby, I love you. I said, go ahead on, girl. You're a keeper over there. <laughs> Amen. So you see what he said? Who satisfied thy mouth with what? Good thing. So God, God wants you to speak good things. So when, you, when you're under assault, that's okay. You, you, don't, you don't get mad with the doctor. Okay? You're not denying what he said. What you, what you are denying, you are denying whatever is in you, whatever he said to stay on you. Yes. That's what you get mad with. You don't get mad with the doctor. Get mad with the report. Get mad with the, with the condition yes. until it leave your body. Amen? Amen? So what we're doing, we're teaching you how to walk in your authority as the righteous of God. Now, let watch this. Put this up, Casey. Uh, Psalm 107 and uh, verse 20. Boy, time is flying by. Think I can make it to get me a good bucket of church's fried chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Look what he said here. What did the word, what did it say? Come on, y'all, read it out loud with me. He sent his word and what? And healed them and what? See, he sent his word. Notice this. And healed. He didn't send it to. He sent his word and healed them. See, you got to receive that. As the righteousness of God, that's what you put your mouth on. That's what you stand up on. That's what you believe all the time. You don't allow fear to grab hold of you and say, oh, I think I'm coming down with the flu. No, I tell the flu, go. I fight the flu like I fight anything that is anti-God. When a, a symptom come on me, nope, nope, you can't come on me. I plead the blood. Thank you, Jesus. I'm healed. You sent your word. You healed me. I stay with it. I praise God. And then all of a sudden, guess what? Flu just keep going. It passes by. If I be fluent, it's gone. That's a South Baton Rouge colloquial term. 
Did I tell y'all what? Did I give y'all another scripture? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Let's 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 go here to uh, Mark chapter one and look at verse forty-one. I believe this is right about the uh, the leper. Is that? Am I right? Okay. Uh, uh, Back up a couple verses, Casey. Uh, 39. There we go. And there came a leper to him. Now, you know, a leper is considered what? Unclean. Right? It's contagious, right? And you see, that's what, you know, you got to listen. You gotta, that's why you got to be careful about the media. You got to be careful about our government. Oh, be careful about this. You know, people got this disease. People, it's contagious. You have to be bold enough to say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to show y'all that tonight. And I want y'all to take that home with y'all. I want you to stand on that word, on that scripture. Are you getting this? And there came a leopard to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, saying unto him, If thy will, thou canest make me clean. Hmm? And I can tell you right now, the Lord will to make you clean. All right? And Jesus moved with what? Compassion. And that's how you and I, when you hear somebody speaking negative, about their situation, about their condition, compassion shall swell and say, ho, 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 hold up now, hold up, hold up, hold up, sister. That's not how we believe. Come on, come on now. We believers. Get up, get, get, no, tell that thing, get off of you. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, Bobby Jr. You, you know, military man, so, yeah. Notice this. So what Jesus said, I will. And look what he said. What did he tell you? Be thou what? Cling. Watch this. Next verse. And as soon as he has spoken, immediately what happened? Now notice that the leopard didn't depart until he did what? Until he spoke to it. See, your sickness or disease is not going to leave until you do what? Speak to it. But if you pet it, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not doing good. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on. No. The devil going to come in there and run roughshod all over your head. And guess what? Your words going to put you in a position you're feeling worse. Huh? Until your favorite story come on. Yeah, y'all don't look at that today. You know, I used to look at the secret stone. Y'all remember that? Y'all don't know nothing about that. Oh, I got to talk to this crew over here. They, 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 I forgot. Y'all don't know nothing about that. You know, we used to have the, used to have the soap opera that used to call the secret stone, the uh, 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 general hospital. Y'all know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 
You just play hooker from school and say, oh, mama, we're not doing good. And boy, when my story come on, all of a sudden. <laughs> well, my daddy would have called me, boy, I'd be dead. I, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> oh, and no, notice this. And straightway, he straightway charged him and uh, forthwith and sent him away. Now, let's look at some other things here. Watch this. Let's go to Matthew chapter four, uh, 17. And I think it's verse 14. And we'll close with this. We only have about 10 more minutes. Matthew 17. <clears throat> and when he was come to the multitude, there came a certain man kneeling down to him saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. For he's a lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and often into the water. Now you know that's not normal, right? And I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him, which is not a true statement. Because Jesus anointed them to cast out those unclean spirits. The reason why I'm showing you this because you're going to leave here tonight and the enemy will put fear in you and say, yeah, you, you were bold sitting in there. <laughs> Listen to that word. Huh? You know, when I was in high school, you know, the high school I went to, what the, you know, they, we didn't fight fat. They, they, you know, they, they, they gained you. So I beat up one of the ring leader's brother and they had seven guys standing at the door waiting on me. My heart was doing this. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. I didn't care. So when they told me who he was and what was going on, man, I ran to every class. I had to run. I had to run to my class. Then I got mad. I said, I ain't running no more. I'm tired. They're just going to have to beat me. Right? I took me an object out of the, I ain't going to tell y'all what I took. I took me an object out of the cafeteria. I said, they're going to beat me, but I am not going down. I'm going to get one of them. And then I had a cousin that was with me. He said, cuz, come on, we're going to handle this. We, I used to go home the long way, all the way around. He said, no, we're going to walk under, walk under the bridge. And guess what? Nobody did nothing. And I say, see, when you get mad, I'm still trying to tell you, fear will put you in a place that you're always running away, always afraid, until you get mad enough and say, you know what, this is it. I ain't running no more. And the moment I made that stand, everything changed. That's for you. Notice what Jesus said. He answered. Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus did what? Rebuked the devil. Now notice this. I'm talking about the results of our justification, meaning this. Whatever you see Jesus do, how he did it, that's the same way that you and I do it. It's no different. 
word will listen to you. God's word will listen to you just like it listened to Jesus. Our word listened to us anyway, right? I'm tired. I don't feel like doing. Guess what? Your body just feel tired. Right? What put you there? Words. Amen. See, y'all came here tonight. What put you here? Words. Amen. Yeah. So Jesus rebuked the devil and notice this. He departed out him and the child was cured from that very hour. Now watch the disciples. Next verse, case. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and they said, why could not we cure him or, or cast, cast him out? Why? Because they have done this before. But what happened, they allowed unbelief because sometimes what you see, what you hear, sometimes it can throw you, it can overpower you, it can overwhelm you. And before you catch yourself, you found yourself right back in that same place of being afraid. And now all of a sudden, all your internal organ is freezing up. Why? Because of fear. You should never allow yourself to be in fear. Okay? Watch this. He said, why we could not cast them out? Look at the next verse. And Jesus said to them, because of what? So to tell them that unbelief, meaning you refuse to believe my word. You did it before. You cast out the devils before. You spoke to this before. You refused. You looked at this boy that was often throwing himself in the fire and in the water. And you, and you it took, it overwhelmed you. And so therefore, you said, that's above my pay grade. Hmm? Is that right? Yes, how they, they do in the government. Bobby, no. Bobby in the government. They don't want to answer a question? That's above my pay grade. Is that right? <laughs> Kick the can down the road. But notice that Jesus said what? Because of what? Your unbelief, for verily I say to you, if you had what? Faith as what? A grain of seed, a mustard seed, you shall say to what? This mountain. Now notice this. He's talking about a figurative mountain or maybe a literal mountain. He's trying to show you how powerful your words are. Hmm? Remove hence yonder play and it shall remove and nothing shall be what? Impossible to you. So what should be impossible to you? Nothing. Amen. Nothing should be impossible to you. Is that right? Okay, I got one more. Okay, Casey. Uh, okay, he said, How be it, this kind goes not out, but by what? Prayer and fasting. Now, he's not saying, you know, that kind of spirit goes out by prayer and fast. No. They asked the question, why could we not cast them out? Jesus was saying, hey, because you got overwhelmed, so therefore you have to fast to do what? Bring your body back in submission to the truth of who you are. That's what the purpose of fasting. Okay? Because when you become overwhelmed, I don't get what nobody tell you. I don't get what nobody say. You know, it's all just going out one ear to the next ear because, hey, you're afraid. But in order to bring, in order to bring Jesus, they asked the question. And he told them, he said, this kind, not that kind of spirit, but where you are, prayer and fasting is the only way that's going to bring you back to the table and get you ready to do what? To function in what I've already gave you to do. That's the point of fasting. 
Because what are you doing? You're, 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 you're removing food from you, from, from, you know, from before you say, now somebody say, oh, now wait a minute, wait a minute now. I got my, I got my Whopper at home waiting on me right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is that right? Ain't nothing like a good Whopper. Y'all ought to see Bobby. Bobby come in with two cups of coffee. Two, two cups of coffee. He don't come in with one cup. He come with two, and he drank it all right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Notice this. So what he's saying is, is this. You have to put yourself in a position, remove yourself from the table for a little while, and you'll be praying, and guess what? Until your confidence come back. Until your confidence come back. When your confidence come back, then you go back. Okay, that can happen to any of us. All of us are subject. Okay, let me give you. Let me give you one. Let me give you one more. Uh, <clears throat> Casey, go back to Ephesians one, where we started. We close out with that. So we're talking about wisdom. Wisdom. We say wisdom is God's comprehensive insight. So what I did, I gave you scripture to show God's wisdom. God's wisdom is how He do it. So we see how he did it. Jesus did said what? He said, if you will say. Are you following what I'm saying? So that's the same thing we do. So now notice this. We started out right here that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may do what? Give unto you do what? The spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation in the knowledge of him. And that's what we have. I mean, just think about it. You know, uh, we all were kids before at one time. And just think about, now you can button your shirt without even looking, right? But think about when you first had to button your shirt. That shirt was all, <laughs> mama had to come down and say, come here, boy. <laughs> Is that right? When I was growing up, they used, she used to take Vaseline and put it all over your face. <laughs> We'd go to school with shining. <laughs> Hey, you know, <laughs> that's why they're going on dust. And boy, we be trying to take them shirts to loose because she have it buttoned all the way up here, all the way to the top. <laughs> Don't you take that loose, boy. <laughs> when we around the corner, me and my brother, we undo it all. <laughs> when we come back home with it already, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but notice this. You, you, you and I, we don't have to look at the uh, button of our shirt today. We can walk, button our shirt up. But just think about, because now you have what? Knowledge, revelation in the knowledge of how to button your shirt. Well, this right here is saying, have revelation in the knowledge of him. So if Jesus was able to heal the leper by speaking words, if Jesus was able to minister to the lunatic, by what? Speaking words. Then so are we. So what are you doing? You're gaining wisdom, which is God's way of doing. The scriptures I show you was to give you evidence. This is how he, this is how God does it. The revelation in the knowledge of him is we looking at it and say, okay, if this is how Jesus did it, and I'm the righteousness of him, then I'm going to say to my sickness, I'm going to say to this condition in my body, I'm going to say to my finances in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says it shall obey you. So you have to have that trust. 
See, it's all about trust, okay? So our faith is always in something or someone. In this situation, our faith is in God, okay? Next verse, and we close with this. He said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may be, that you may what? Know what is what? The hope, that word hope means what God is expecting of you. You already know God don't want you sick. God don't want you broke. God don't want you bound. God wants you free. God wants you liberated. Not because of what you do, but because he paid the price for your freedom. So you have to claim it by faith. And then you begin to walk the walk out. You begin to attend to Bible studies or whatnot, listen to the word of God so that your faith can grow and increase and you won't back off like the disciples did. See, they, could, they, cast, them, they cast them devils out before. But this time when they looked at this, they became overwhelmed. Are you following what I'm saying? So here, he said that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen? And the prayer goes on, but time won't permit me to go any further. I'm bound 45 minutes. Amen?